Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Upload VR Download, a twice-weekly podcast. Thursday, that means we're talking about games and VR content. I'm your host today, Jamie Felton. Joining me is the one, the only, Harold Baker. Harold, you know, I get called Harold so much and you've never done that before. But yes, hello, it's me, Harold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not Harold. But you know, Harold... I started to say sometimes... that, but he's not going to like that. No, no, no. Sometimes my mum calls me Harold. It's not short for Harold. It's not short for Harrison. Yeah, but, um, I knew. I thought that would happen. I do. You wouldn't do it because you're an Australian, but I do get Hazza a lot as well, which I find, you know, no, I hate I, that. I'm afraid Hazza, in the UK, we use Hazza quite a lot. Oh, no, that's no good. We've, nah, we've become nah. what the kids call cool <laughs> yeah, uh, right. recently. <laughs> and, and thus, ironically, we call our friends called Harry Hazza. Hazza, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Yeah, I'm on this, right. on this Thanksgiving day that's not actually Thanksgiving. Yes, yeah, not this entirely irrelevant day to the UK. <laughs> I should have yeah. said. I should have said Happy Thanksgiving to yeah, you, you. The you people really missed it there. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to you, the people. If if that is an important thing to you, I hope you're having a wonderful Thanksgiving so far. I hope your turkeys are full. And stuff. <laughs> you can just see, really you trying to, see you trying to think of what Thanksgiving is. <laughs> yes. Maybe you have a pumpkin pie. Maybe there's the, the yams. Well, I've never really understood what those are, but enjoy them if you got them. <laughs> Harry, oh, what, what, what you been playing recently what in, been in pl- the realm of VR? In the realm of VR, I'm going to be honest, um, not a huge amount because uh, I, I'm now I'm in I'm in Sydney visiting family at the moment, mm. which. Um, in Australia, it's all kind of different to elsewhere in the world. It's a bit, uh, we've had no cases for a while and whatnot, so it's very safe to do that. Um, well, but sensitive, yes, but very lucky. lucky. <laughs> yeah, very lucky. But yeah, so I'm here. So I haven't been doing much VR stuff. But even before I left, um, I just got my PS5. So I've kind of been enthralled oh. in that uh, and kind of, you know, left VR behind for about a week. I was just only playing Spider-Man for a week, basically. Um, nice. But haven't tried i know my adapter's on the way but it hasn't arrived yet mm-hmm. so i haven't been able to try psvr on it but i'm very excited to play uh iron man vr because i haven't played that yet didn't have move controllers and now i do and also well, a lot of times recently. finally came through so i've got move controls i haven't even used them yet because i've not really had anything to use them with but i want to play iron man vr um that's probably the first thing i'll do psvr on the ps5 also because even just slightly reduced load time because i know they were so yep. bad then I'm pretty keen for that. But I think yeah. I haven't been on the show for a while. And before, the, well, since the last time I was on, I've gotten really into Echo VR, actually, on oh, no, uh, Quest 2. Yeah, I'd never tried it on Quest 1. I don't know why. I just hadn't. I'd seen bits of it, but hadn't properly tried it. But I downloaded it on Quest 2 and um, got really into it. I like it. It's fun. It's like a fun little kind of sport. I haven't played. I'm not very good at it. Um, but it's fun to jump into and kind of, you know, I love the movement system. I don't get sick at all in it, which still surprises me, even though I kind of understand why. It still surprises me that I don't get sick. But yeah, I've been enjoying that. It's fun. I, what about you? Like, like most VR games, I can't throw the disc in Echo VR for the life of me. <laughs> I was in the yeah, tutorial for like, like 20 minutes when it's like the, the different targets in the different corners. And it's yeah. like trying to get it in yeah. there. I just cannot do it. Worst... Worst incident ever of, of throwing in VR when um, there was a Rift launch game called Sports Champions, which was kind of very similar, actually. Uh, mm. And the guys, the guys were like, come play it. Oh, yeah, we've got the, like, all the throwing algorithms down. Like, even if you're bad at throwing, it'll be fine. And then they mm-hmm. like, put me in the shooting hoops demo. And like, for 20 minutes straight, I was just shooting 
and missing every single <laughs> one from the developers I, were just kind of silently looking at me. Very embarrassing. I think the thing too is, is that with me, whenever I'm doing it, I really need to have the confidence to know that I'm not going to smash into something, which like I mm. have a decent amount of room um, mm. for it. But I'm still always like, oh, hang on, I'm a bit, how close am I to the edge? Because it's yeah, I know. some of it's like, and so I, I want to do this big kind of, you know, uh, dramatic throw, but then I'm worried I'm going to just hit my hand into a wall. So it is one mm. of those ones where the more space you have, probably the better. Here at my parents' house, it's a huge kind of empty area, so that'd be much better. But um, yeah, but I've been enjoying that. It's fun to kind of have something to jump into for a quick, quick, you know, 10-minute game or whatever. So yeah, what so, about you? What have you been playing? Well... I tell you what I haven't been playing, and it sounds like yeah. you haven't been playing either. It's Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy. No, so unfortunately, no. neither of us have played the big release of the week. But David, I, I was going to play it, but I've got, I yeah. had to end up playing something else, which we'll talk about in a second. But uh, David reviewed it. He gave it, I believe he gave it three stars, right? And, and he yeah. said it was like um, going to a Disney theme park but then being told to like stay in line, as in like all of it's very guided. Mm. There's not a lot of freedom in there it's a very simple experience which i think is a shame because um there's it's a weird there's something weird about this game the fact that it's only coming out a year after vader immortal first of all it's like it's why, why are you rushing this out yeah 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 it does look gorgeous uh we're, we're showing the trailer on on uh, stevie the tv here right now mm. and i think environmentally like the fact that this is on on quest is really really That's really impressive very true yeah it looks very good it's just i think i think it's just too linear to you know you're too much on a leash um, yeah and I, I never finished vader immortal either i played episode one i never played the other two but i didn't i didn't love episode one everyone talks yeah. about how much they thought it was i thought it was okay but to me i think when i look at this i the cool thing about vader immortal to me was kind of you know, seeing Vader and kind of yep. the the story, and this doesn't look like the story is particularly <laughs> something I care about at all. Yeah, exactly. And also more of that. It seems like it's more of that blaster combat, which was probably yeah. the weaker point. Even playing through episode one of Vader Immortal, I was like, this is this is filler till I get to the lightsaber or more stuff with Vader. So, um, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna play it. This, this plays right into my theory, which I think is what brought up the theory. Uh, that I've tweeted about, which is that 60% of all Star Wars content <laughs> is absolute rubbish, and 40% is, going is like decent. This is 100%. And I saw this when they announced it. This is a 60%. It's 100% a 60... 100% of the time, 60%. it's a 60% piece of content. Now, when I saw them um, announce this, I was like, there's no way that's not going to be a 60% Star Wars mm, piece of content. Yeah, it's I just... You can just, it just there's something about Star Wars where you can tell, can't you? Too, you can, yeah. this isn't going to be good. <laughs> I mean, it's called Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. It's clearly meant to be kind of promotional for the theme parks, which it, you can't even which go to at the moment. You can't go to, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and from 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 what David said too, it sounds like that the the fun parts of it, like the lightsaber stuff, is all super small too. Like you know, it's, yeah, it's fifteen minutes. A lot of that. yeah, a lot of on rails stuff with like being in the queue, and then you finally get the. The, if it were like I don't know, and from what I hear too, it's like if, it, if I was making this game, I just jam pack it with like you know R two D two three PO and Yoda, and they just did the whole thing because it's like that's yeah. what you want to. It's a bit like Vader; you want to be with Vader the whole time because it's yeah. although perhaps they're overused characters at this point, I guess you kind of in VR when you're next to them, it's a whole different thing again, right? So I don't know. Seems like a yeah. weird, and, and again, it's been a year. It seems there's no way that they're going to put out something kind of equally as you know. I guess good or detailed as Vader. I think I think you're right. I think 
you know, it's interesting. The thing about Vader is uh, I can entirely understand why you can play it through and be like, well, that's okay. To me, what was so powerful about it is what you say. It's like the first moment Darth Vader walks up to mm. you. And then, you know, it's a very, it's not a game. It's an experience, right? So all of yeah. the kind of mechanics in the game are like meant to make you feel great, but like not that you lose or die that often. And yes. I, yeah. I'm very much interested in that approach in VR because I think, that means you can then give Vader Immortal to your parents and they can easily play it through as well. They don't have to be great at a lightsaber. Yeah. And when you say that too, I think that does remind me a little bit, even though I think it's, it's slightly harder, but a little bit of Half-Life Alex in that mm. it feels kind of like this experience has been tailored towards you feeling really good in it. And it is harder because you can die in that. And I did die a couple of times, um, obviously. But like the combat encounters aren't very big in that, right? It's kind of designed to be this thing that you walk through and it's all about the... You know, the characters look amazing. I think yeah. there's some similarities there in some ways, which is interesting. Mm. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that came out last week, but I don't think we had a download last week. So uh, check it out if you're interested. We gave it three stars. So we get, we gave it a good, unless I'm getting it really, really wrong, but I think that's what we gave it. Um, mm. Something I have it, just been playing today. You want to say something or I'll, I'll move on? No, 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 you move on. So I got a uh, preview code just hours ago for a game that we've been waiting a little while for called Hinge, um, which is a new VR horror game that's, uh, that's kind of grabbed us with its trailers so far on. Me and Zena were here a couple of weeks ago talking about the really fantastic kind of Bioshock-esque gameplay trailer that it had. Um, I have a preview of it going live. I think it's oh, right now, says Zena from the other side of the room. So if you check the website right now, there will be uh, a go. video and a gameplay trailer. It's the timing. Um, it's it's a really interesting little piece. It's uh, it's set in this kind of early twentieth century era uh, hotel that kind of gets transported to this kind of demonic other dimension, and you play as a character that kind of makes his way through some of the rooms, um, finds some of the kind of items. There's enemies, scary enemies. It's quite a spooky little game. Um, I played it for about an hour, and it's just. I, I don't know if I'm entirely getting this right because the uh, communication with the, uh, the developers was a little uh, sporadic, but I think I'm only playing a demo of the first episode that's releasing tomorrow, and there's going to be like two or three episodes, I think. Um, so actually, we've got some of my gameplay video <laughs> live as of a minute ago. This is breaking news uh, up on Stevie <laughs> here. Um, yeah, the, it's gorgeous is the first thing to say about it. Visually, it is absolutely mm. incredible, as you'll Just see... What what platform is this on? Just because this I'm, is on PC. Still good, good chat. Okay. This is on yeah. PC. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the performance you're seeing here is roughly about what I was getting on it as I was playing. Oh, really? <laughs> it looked a little better than this in the headset. But let's yeah, talk. Yeah, let's but... let's first talk about the the visuals. As you can see, lovely lighting going on. Going to open this mm. door once it works. Um. Yeah, very dark, very moody, atmospheric game. And it, it's one of those ones that kind of came out of nowhere. It's from a developer called Arcadia, which uh, hasn't done a, I don't think has done a home PC VR release yet. Um, some Lots of lovely little details in the environment. These post-it notes, for some reason, actually have the lyrics to Iron Man on it, which I'm, I'm not really sure why. <laughs> why not? You gotta have lyrics There's to something on it. Definitely a big fan who's just been put that in thinking no one will see it. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, just put oh, no one's going to look, yeah. Yeah. Only VR, no one looks. <laughs> no one pays attention to the environment in VR. Yeah, so it, it opens with this kind of weird uh, sequence, kind of Twin Peaks-ish, uh, like lots of clocks going off, lots of yeah. flats falling in the background. 
Is this the kind of horror that you can do? Because you don't like. No, like, I'm bad fearing. with horror. I'm but can you course. do this, or is this still is this still scary? I was being brave. Let's put it that way. Because this to me looks less like jump scare and more just like thriller. Yeah. So this is very much like an opening five minute sequence, and then it gets into the bulk mm. of the game, which is a bunch of rooms that you go between, uh, and enemies right. can get you there. And for the first bit, I was a little scared, and there's some jump scares that that got me pretty good. But yeah, the game's also kind of buggy, which is one of the problems I've had. Um, mm which obviously kind of takes a lot of the atmosphere out of it straight away. There's this one kind of really horrid tentacle enemy that's got all these tiny tentacles for a head, and he's like really big and lanky, and he's walking around this giant room, and you think, oh my god, I don't want to get near him. But then he got his head caught on the ceiling and couldn't move anymore, so it's like, okay, well, I'll go take uh, a look then. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's this fiery bit here that happened. I went up in a blaze. don't really understand what's happening. But... The lighting I, I am, is, is quite impressive. It looks Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, uh, th- and this is it running on a two uh, twenty sixty. So, right, not the best graphics card out there, but all the same, something being choppy on a twenty sixty, and I couldn't find any graphics settings either. Um, mm. So it's a it's a bit of a mixed bag. But there are some really really impressive cool things to talk about. First of all, the world is kind of seamless, which is a probably explains a lot of the technical problems. Um, there's a really cool mechanic which we might see here in a second. Uh, I moved to. I'm having a real trouble with this light switch. Uh, <laughs> we moved to like this kind of hub world where you can like review the story and stuff. And the way you get there is you get a cigarette, you put it in your mouth, uh, you light it, and a cloud of smoke comes up behind you. Oh, that's very uh, cool! Like takes the vision away, and then when you know when it clears, you're in an entirely new environment, which I think is really really cool. I love I love games that find a way, especially in VR, to to almost get rid of the menu kind of thing, so they yeah. find some interactive way to. to to get places love that yeah for sure i i think it's really really cool and i think it's hugely hugely ambitious uh, i'll be interested to see when this comes out tomorrow if people are going to start having the same kind of problems i had um or if the build that gets released tomorrow is a bit more cleaned up than this because that was you know like the seamlessness was such a strong uh point but at the same time mm. it was kind of working to its detriment a bit yeah um, Fantastic, just design too. Like I keep looking at it, going the way that there's, um, you know, this kind of Art Deco wallpaper and stuff. It's quite like well thought out. You can tell that they've really put some effort into how it looks. Yeah, I continue you, to be surprised. Have you ever played uh, the original Bioshock? No, Bioshock no. I, I, I've seen so much Bioshock stuff. I never played it. I kind of missed the train. But yeah, mm. you know, it does look like that. And, yeah. and you might, you might miss just then. Uh, I like literally just touched a hat on the floor and it transported me to this whole other cutscene. Yeah. So really, really cool. Really surprising, yeah. unpredictable stuff yeah. going on in the game. It's just there's so many technical issues and at one point like it wanted me to do one of those kind of endless maze things where if you go through the wrong door it leads you back to the start oh, of the maze. No. No. And I just I just in this kind of dark environment yeah. not fun. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it works out. It's out tomorrow. Um, and again, like I said, I will try the full version, uh, bring you more final definitive impressions. But if you want to read some early impressions, they literally just went live on uploadvr.com. Very cool. Harry. Yes. Let's get, yes. <laughs> let's get into the news. Yeah. The week. Let's get into the news. Let's do it. Item. Item number one. Mm. <clears throat> 
The developers of Wards of the Wizard, Odin Dynamics, are pausing development of PSVR updates. This is a bit of a ballsy so move, isn't it? <laughs> they really... Yeah, yeah, I was quite impressed. Calling them out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, earlier uh, in the week, uh, the CEO of Odin uh, tweeted out a couple of messages just talking about how they as a group are not entirely satisfied with the lack of... Uh, what's the word? Transparency. Mm on the uh, PSVR 2 front, should we call it? Uh, and they said that they're actually going to pause the updates for that game, which is a heavily updated game, gets lots of new features pretty much whenever there's a chance to implement something. They're very keen on using new tech over there. Um, they're not going to put any of those new features into the PSVR version of the game until Sony says something next. Uh, and I, I think you're right. I think it's a, an, an interesting and ballsy move. I don't, personally, I don't think it'll be very successful. <laughs> No, I agree. I was, I was just going to say, although it's a very ballsy move, I don't think uh, Sony really <laughs> will go, oh, yeah. Waltz of the Wizard, let's, let's, let's announce PSVR 2. But uh, well, exactly. I, it's, it's still, I, I appreciate it, I guess. And also, it's, it's not just it's worth noting, too, that it's not just like, um, obviously, Waltz of the Wizard has been out for a while. It's not just small features there, talking about adding to the, that main room that's the main part of the game. Um, there is a big kind of free expansion that they've been working on. I think it's called Natural Magic. Um, it's yeah, natural. Magic, it's yeah. all about kind of, you know, wind and weather and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, here's the tweet on the screen. Here's the message. But, yes, Natural Magic. So that's the big expansion. It's got a whole new area. It's meant to be a, a much bigger kind of addition to the game that they've been working on. And they're saying they're holding back that. So that is um, the only part of me that, that, that wonders about this is that does, surely, if you're a Water the Wizard fan who is happily enjoying <laughs> Water the Wizard on PSVR, yeah. this would, you know, an- annoy you. But again, I, uh, I understand uh, the, so, the intent behind the... it. Yeah, and I do too. And it's, it speaks, uh, I think, to how, you know, how differently like Sony and Facebook and Valve, I guess, as well, run as companies. And the fact that PSVR still is kind of not an afterthought, but it's not a main priority for Sony, especially right now with the launch of PS5, right? They they are very adamant on not getting their messaging mixed up with uh, what's going on with VR while they launch a whole other console. They don't want to talk about PSVR 2 at all. They've got this weird truncated system to get PSVR running on PS5. Yeah. Um, so while, while, I, while I like this message and I respect it, and I just as much as the guys at Alden want to know what's going on with PSVR 2, I think Sony already has in its mind when it's going to talk to developers about this. I'm sure it's already got internal studios that have already you know, started working on things. I'm sure the guys at yeah, Sony listening, sure. are talking speculatively have, have seen future hardware prototypes and whatnot. I'm sure they've got ideas for maybe sequel to Blood and Truth 2, whatever. But the but developers of this level, and you know, I think Alden are fantastic developers. I think they do really good uh, VR native work, and they really, really double down on the platform. They're, they're indies, and when you start sharing those messages out with indies, that's when things like the Oculus Two start, uh, Quest Two start to leak. Yeah. So yes, and and Sony yeah. Sony does not want that happening. So more than even more than Facebook, Sony no. plays its cards close to its chest on this stuff. We didn't hear. Hardly anything about the PS5 until um, until it launched, and, basically. And because um, although there's like Facebook Connect and things, Sony love the big like you know 
announcement video or now it's always like a digital presentation yep. but you know back in the day it was the e3 presentation or whatever whereas like facebook are kind of still getting into that with the quizzes there's connect but it's not you know it's never as big of a deal as sony because sony is such a, a force that um you know that they, they want to keep it close to their chest for whenever they whenever they announce it but um yeah, it'd be interesting. Also, yeah. I, I have to point out the comment in the tweet. He said, I think they should do PSP VR next, which, uh, presuming he does mean literally a new PSP or something that works with VR. Yeah. And then PS5 connection option. Interesting. Yeah, there we go. PSP VR. I think that's. I, I hadn't thought about the no, PSP yeah, in don't call it a that, long time. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I had not thought about that in a long I mean, time. What? I assume what he would mean and would be really, really compelling would be a standalone headset that runs everything that PSVR runs, and then you can do an Oculus Link type thing to PS5, right? You see, this is the thing, is you thought that, I thought he meant like Nintendo Labo, but like a, you had a PSP and then you can <laughs> oh God, <laughs> on a no. headset. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> that was, no. That was my thought, PSP... which is a terrible idea, but... Yeah, the PSP actually had something like it had a little 3D viewer you could put on to watch Metal Gear Solid cutscenes once upon a time. Little fact. Oh, really? I had a PSP. Anyway, that was um, my first handmade console. Yeah. But yeah. Fantastic little thing. I love my PSP. I mean, I would love them for them to do that. But if they want to do it that way, then please be my best. Make a new PSP. <laughs> yes. And put VR inside of it. But I, don't, I think make it that's work, what he means. I, I think... I think... Um, what... What he might be suggesting as well is that, you know, Quest and Quest 2 have probably been so successful that Sony are probably yeah. reevaluating if they could take PSVR 2 back to the drawing board and work out some sort of standalone thing, could yeah. they then use that to propel it way beyond the 5 million that, units they've sold for the that original That would be so PSVR. interesting too, though. That would be so interesting if, if, if it was some kind of standalone headset that you could then also plug into a PS5, a bit like a Quest and, and Link. Uh, I think the expectations mm-hmm. around that would be really weird to manage because being a Sony PlayStation product, I think, you know, the level of graphic fidelity on PlayStation stuff has always been uh, kind of, I guess, at least on the consoles, you know, if it, I think the expectation would be it's, stuff would be higher than, excuse me, higher than, you know, yeah. what you would expect on a Quest 2 because the kind of the difference in what people expect when they see something, Sony's name on something. I think that would be interesting. I something yeah. they wouldn't do that, but you know, would certainly be a, a unexpected move. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, let, let's move on to the next thing because we're we're actually kind yeah. of sticking with uh, PSVR anyway. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week, uh, a patent was uh, published, I believe is the right term, uh, that revealed headset with a couple of features. Um, two very very interesting ones on it. First of all. It had like a tightness sensor, like a motions and pressure sensor. How I can't speak. Motion sensors and pressure sensors that could tell you how tightly you were wearing the headset. And like, if you weren't wearing it tight enough, they'd say like, put it on properly for this section of the gameplay because it's really important. And plus, you know, try and keep you uh, comfortable. We've got two of the drawings up on the screen now. Uh, and then also, this was wasn't the focus of the patent, but down here on this part of the front visor, you can see a little thing that says haptic. Uh, and they mentioned space for haptic feedback generators on the front of the PSVR, which, I don't know, it's a pretty interesting idea, right? It's, I had not, weirdly, until I, I was reading this last night, um, the article that you wrote last night, and it's interesting because I hadn't really considered putting haptics into the headset itself or anywhere on a band mm. or 
whatever. It's just not, it never come into my mind. I have no idea how that would work or be useful. And since, cause to me, haptic, mm. I just think, you know, <laughs> vibrations, even with, even with like, um, the PS5 dual sense, which has like fantastic haptics. And they're also, it's really subtle. I think, I think people make a big deal about the dual sense. They're still making a big deal about it, about how, uh, you know, you can feel the difference in what you walk on and doing this and doing that. And it offers, and that's true. But I think for me, it's been more impressive than that. The, the haptics are really subtle that you almost don't notice them because you kind of just, mm. it's just there. Um, whereas sometimes, you know, on a dual shock or, you know, you'd be playing something and sometimes it might just really rumble and you're like, Oh, uh, this is just vibrating. Like, you know, crazy. So I think thinking now about the new haptics they've got in the dual sense and, putting it in a headset i kind of go i don't know how that would work but given that they've had such success with the the haptics in the new dual sense i do wonder what the form that would take in the headset but it also makes me excited for whatever new controllers they pair with this you know the haptics and that yeah uh, hopefully you would think would be similar yeah for sure i mean yeah. a, a lot of the stuff they first announced for um the dual sense i think i could be wrong but i think we actually saw some of the concepts in a patent for VR controllers before the dual sensors announced. Sony loves patents, by the way, just in case you didn't know. All we they know about love PSVR 2 is from things yeah. like this. <laughs> um, and we, if yeah. you click on that, everything we know about PSVR 2 article, it's just patents. It's just patents. That's, they love that's, them. A, that's all it is. It's yeah. just a link to the US patent office. Um, I think <laughs> I think it would be really cool if you could like start trying to bring in some like maybe some weather effects on like the face lining. Like maybe you could feel like rain, like, uh, like rain yep. beating down on you. Maybe yep. like some wind, something like that. I mean, I you've played Astro's Playroom, right? I haven't, I haven't tried the Dual Sense myself yet, but uh, people tell me look, that you can hear feel different kinds of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's happening? People people love Astro's Playroom. I'm I I don't know. I tried it a bit. I, it didn't. Oh, you're such a hot I'm sorry. artist. I'm sorry to like the whole rest of the world that loves Astro's Playroom, but I just didn't. It, didn't do it for me. I mean, I had to be fair. I've only played like done... two levels, and I was like, "What, what are you going to ask? What? Have you done rescue mission? <laughs> Have you done rescue mission? No, I haven't. <laughs> That's like, but also, uh, I'm so I'm so even on the show. PSVR. I didn't have a, I didn't have a PSVR until I think you know I don't know how long ago it was now. Probably six months ago now. Um, mm. But there's a few PSVR things I've definitely got to catch up on. But also, I PS look. Uh, I don't have a hot take. After as someone who started on Quest and that kind of stuff, PSVR is a pain to set up. It's annoying. It's yeah, like, no, you know, you're right. I can go play Echo VR or I could sit down and find the box, make sure all the things are in the right spot. At one point, it wouldn't, whenever I put the headset on, it was going like USB error and I had to blow, like, I felt like I was with a game, like a 64. I was like blowing the USB ports and I had to press <laughs> deck because it was a bit dusty and it didn't like it. So, like, all of that stuff, that friction just frankly really annoys me. And I, Whenever I think about playing PSVR, I kind of don't want to because of that. But um, no, so I haven't done Rescue Mission, uh, and Astro's Playroom was, was okay. But but the haptics are very impressive on it. Um, so yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, this it's important to say that this uh, patent was originally filed in uh, September 2016. So actually, uh, two weeks before PlayStation VR One launch. So. Some some people have run with the headline that this means that PSVR two is going to have these things. I think it's probably a little early to uh, to make right. those kinds of assumptions. Yeah. I mean, we've seen so so many patents, like we said earlier, with all these kind of divergent ideas. We've like 
hundreds and hundreds of features that not possibly they couldn't possibly have all of them included in PSVR two unless the thing was going to cost a grand, a thousand pounds. And that's the thing that's the thing with PSVR Sorry. Um, with patents though, like for PSVR stuff too, right? Is that you you just patent stuff as you think of it, just in case it's yeah. not a it's never a guarantee that it's going to be there. In fact, there's so many things, even like other technology, like iPhones, all that kind of stuff. There's been, for years now, there's been the rumor mill of, oh, X patent means it's going to be in the device, which is not the case. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and sometimes, you know, having a patent uh, pulls off. Just like the time that uh, they <laughs> did the head ring for the Oculus Rift S and uh, the, <laughs> yep. the Novio deal went through that no one's ever really fined to us, but it's very clear that something happened there. Sticking with yeah. PlayStation yeah. for our third story, because there's a oh, new level yes. of Hitman 3 revealed, and you're very excited. Where are we going? Let's Take go. Where are we going, Harry? Uh, we're, we're going to China. I can't remember the exact city in China. It wasn't one Chong, that I was familiar with, or the area. That's the one. Chong, um, I'm mean, very excited. Municipality. Oh, I am, I am so excited for this game. Um, Mainly yeah. both, both from VR and non-VR. But what I'm excited for is because I, when I, I took a week break about, I don't know, I think it was in August or something, and because I was in lockdown at the time, all I did basically is I started uh, Hitman 2. I actually started with Hitman 2. Played through Hitman 2, went back, played through Hitman 1 in like one week. It was just, it was the first time in ages I've actually like sat down and just played a game kind of nonstop. Mm-hmm. I got so hooked on it. And so now I kind of know all these levels really well. And the thing, the thing about Hitman, for people who maybe haven't played the new Hitman games, is it's like a bit of a it, – it, technically, yes, it's an assassination kind of game, but it's not really an action game. It's actually a puzzle game, really. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And, and, and so you, the more intimately you know the levels and you kind of you know, go back and, and do things faster and whatnot, it's that kind of game. Or you can just have fun playing through it once as well. But – um, I'm really interested because the PSVR stuff is going to have all of the past games as well. Going back into those levels that I know so intimately from playing, you know, Hitman Two or Hitman One, and doing it in VR, I think will be very interesting. And I, there's just so many uh, good questions that I have about it in terms mm. of like, you know, it's such a third-person game because you're always looking at your surroundings. That I'm so interested to see how it feels to play in first-person in VR. You know, you much more checking around you, I imagine, and um, yeah, for sure. acting things out, uh, being much yeah. more active in it. Yeah, I and think it's been really interesting. What? So they revealed this new level this week as part of this developer diary, where they also detailed some of the updates they're making to their engine. Uh, yeah. Like, there's going to be like 4K 60 FPS on the new consoles, which be, yeah isn't, isn't really relevant when you have to play it on PS4 and VR. <laughs> yeah. What? What? I'll be really interested. There's. I I agree with you that I think this could be absolutely incredible in vr i think uh a lot of aspects of it really 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 make sense for vr but there's there's it's got an uphill battle ahead of it appearing yeah. only on playstation 4 vr which yeah. i i really struggle to yeah. see how even some of the games even some of the areas from the first game i don't quite see how they're going to pull that off inside psvr mm-hmm. they could do, they could do. Yeah. also i think i think what's really worth mentioning too with that uh just sorry to interrupt you but to, i think no, it's okay. really important is that like hitman is filled with npcs and it's really yeah. cpu heavy because of that like the ai stuff is super huge and and that's what makes part of it like really good like in hitman one even the first level in paris it's just this fashion show and when you go into the the the, the runway it's just npcs everywhere and yeah. if you can't 
if it if it looks sparse in VR, it's not going to be good. And I don't see how it won't, as you said, given yeah. it's running on kind of PS4 hardware. Um, I I would be surprised that it had the same level of, of NPCs. Maybe. But that is, I don't know. I, that again, it's, I've got my concerns. Yeah, this is the the um, Dubai level, and you can see there's so many NPCs around. It's just maybe the PSVR version of the game will be the social distance version, and they'll, they'll just. <laughs> yeah. You, it's, it's set in a different reality where COVID, COVID has set in and actually yeah. all the same levels, everyone has to be two meters apart and they have to have like a thousand less people at the venue. And, that, and that Agent 47 can... has to apply for travel exemptions <laughs> before he gets there. That's <laughs> the the just in the game. Yeah, <laughs> the game is just border control. Um, but they, say that, they said that this is gameplay and it does look really, really impressive. The other, the other like, uh, concern with it is that it's going to only be using the DualShock for motion tracking, right? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Which is not. No. That's not promising. <laughs> it's not so promising, not, guys. Also, so it, doesn't, it doesn't quite line up. Like, this next shot, where he gets the the, um, the the Garrett wire, I, I yeah. don't understand. Like, it, 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 it's not misleading. Well, I guess it is misleading, because it makes you, if it's a VR experience and you see that happen, you almost think that that's what you'll be doing, whereas, I, and I, I forget that you, it's not. It's a dual shock. I keep thinking it'll be at least move controllers. I don't even... It, I, mean, I think the problem I have is I'm excited to play this in VR, but not on PlayStation VR. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, moreover, yeah. when, when they first revealed it, I was convinced we were seeing the first PS5 VR game for sure. Yeah, like, for I sure. didn't understand. Yeah. And, and then the messaging around it was so weird. Uh, and, we, you know, we eventually finally got it out of, uh, out of Sony that you need the PS4 version to play it. Such a, we... such a load of big problems but it's yeah. there is so much promise and i am you know i i o are a fantastic developer they just announced they're going to do a james bond game which i really yeah, I hope, can't wait for that i really hope that has vr support as well because that would be mm. absolutely incredible um i don't know maybe maybe it's just one of those things where they started working on it sony came with them to a big with a big bunch of money to keep working on it but that meant it had to be exclusive for a year so maybe it's kind of like the real hitman yeah. vr releases you, like in a year or so i don't know i don't know you would hope so you would hope so although like and the other thing too is this whole the whole messaging around this ps4 ps5 vr stuff has been so unclear and mm-hmm. you know like like the perfect examples that we thought that you know we had that whole thing about whether you could have ps5 uh exclusive or like you know features that only unlocked when you were playing on ps5 or psvr yeah. which we now kind of know you can do even though we thought you couldn't yeah, and it just makes me wonder. Explained. Like, it makes me wonder what could happen with this. I, I know they've said that it's you have to have the PS4 version, but like uh, at this point, because it's been so inconsistent, part of me thinks that like or hopes that we get to January and they just go, oh, actually, the PS5 version will just let you play it in VR and you can use yeah. the PS5 version. Because at this point, it would not be out of the question for that to happen because the rest of the messaging has been so inconsistent. Yeah, no, I to- so, I totally agree. Actually, I I could entirely see a u-turn between now and then yeah. i mean the the only example other example right now is no man's sky which is out and you can't do it but yeah i mean all that ha- i assume that all that has to happen is for sony to flick a switch but I mean, it could yeah. be way more complicated there's, than that there's mr ps but... mr psvr man's just sitting there with his switch and he's like can i press it yet jim and he's like no he's waiting for the tweet the right tweet <laughs> yeah he's waiting, he's waiting for the right tweet exactly the right leak so he can flick the switch Poor poor psvr switch man <laughs> So we'll uh, we'll see what happens with uh, Hitman Free coming out January uh, 2021, January 20th, I believe. So actually, probably one of the next big VR game. Yeah, 
Yes, and worth mentioning too, uh, someone in the comments on the site pointed it out. I think I have to go back and correct their article. Um, initially, when they announced this, they said that you would only get the PS5 version of the game mm. as the digital upgrade if you bought PS4 version digitally. Uh, whereas now they've gone back and said if you buy a physical copy, you will get the upgrade as well. Oh, uh, very so, good, very good. Again, another another inconsistent messaging. We had no idea why if you bought the physical copy on PS4, you wouldn't get a PS5 version. But now that's been changed again and you will get both. I checked on the site. It says on the site now for both. So I don't know what happened there, but good news, I guess. But it's just, again, inconsistent, but oh well. Strange and unnecessary growing pains. Harry, yeah. let's move on to uh, our final item, which is, of course, the releases and announcements and all mm. that, that we all just bundle into one so we don't have to talk about them for too long. <laughs> Number one, although we will talk about this one for a while, I'm sure. Number one, yeah. uh, Flight Simulator VR is coming in December. We finally know now, which is very, 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 very good news. Uh, yeah. There's going to be like a developer diary on December 17th, right, about all about VR. Yeah. So you would have to yeah. assume that it's probably not coming before then they might pull the kind of like oh and it's available yeah. today sort yeah. of thing a nice um, early christmas present also yeah i also read uh somewhere that it's also not no longer exclusive to windows vr did you yeah, see that well, i did see that uh, i haven't because i had to kind of write i wrote this article yesterday um and there was an hour-long developer q a which i didn't have time to watch because uh, i had to kind of go somewhere afterwards yeah. but um the, I tweeted at the the because on on Twitter the Microsoft uh, Flight Sim account someone was like oh is it gonna is VR how's VR coming and they said yes it was announced on the Q and A today uh, it's coming next month confirmed and then I saw some other people mention stuff about whether it would be just Windows headsets or everything and I tweeted at them asking if it would be everything I haven't got a response from them but I checked this morning and some other people had responded saying that in the Q&A they confirmed it was all headsets. Because I think when you look at the wording of the beta, which uh, supposedly ran, uh, is running now or was meant to start in October and go to yeah. November, they said, oh, it'll be Windows MR headsets. Uh, relating to the beta, they said Windows MR headsets and you know support for, later, then... for headsets will come at a later date, which I think maybe uh, we interpreted as uh, the game but maybe it was just them in the beta. I, I don't know. But no, so anyway, no. I, I don't know. I know what's going on. Like, they, they did say when this was first announced, they did say yeah, it, I would, thought they it did. would be exclusive. And then when the beta was announced, I, I know why you're getting confused because I read this too, and I was like, what? So they're going to do the beta with just the Windows VR and then add mm. Steam VR support to the beta, but then also they're going to go and release the Windows VR exclusive version again and then make you wait again for the Steam VR version there. So it, it's, again, very mixed uh, messaging. I'm sure HP, who promised that this would be a launch exclusive for the yeah, they're they're is not massively happy. happy with the news. Yeah. Um, but, you know, good, good stuff. There, there's two <laughs> updates for this thing so far. That, like, given it, first was in Japan, and then recently they announced the one for America that completely, you know, redoes the world and makes it much more amazing i'm very excited i because like you've played a bit of this on pc haven't you uh, i've attempted to I've, I've had a crash or two yes yeah I, I i played i made a flight uh i did the channel i i went across Thanks. from france to to london proceeded to then grossly like I, and i did it for, it was real time it was a full hour i was like setting it and i was like you know eating dinner flying my plane across the sea but then I hadn't practiced landing, so I got to London and then just grossly underestimated oh, how God. close I was to the 
to the um, runway and just kind of crashed. But I, I've played a fair bit of it, like not a lot, but I, enough of it to kind of understand. And I'm so excited to try it. It's funny too, because here we go. Yeah, there's people saying full support for all hazards according to the Q&A. this handsome fellow. There I am. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's um, – I, I, what I think is cool though is that we've actually – between you and me and the others uh, on the side, we've had a lot of discussions this week about the Reverb G2 and, mm-hmm. you know, what it's useful for. And I think this is the game that I go, that the, if you would play this on a, on a oh, yeah, for G2. Sure. Because if you want that, if, if you're so into the flight sim stuff that you just want the best flight sim experience, obviously it's got the best screen on the G2 and those controller issues, you know, you're probably going to be using a throttle stick or whatever if you're that into it. Um, yeah, I can just see someone who's got you know a squadrons and flight sim that whole flight sim setup, uh, the G two being perfect for that. Which I think is I think it's good that there is a device that is you know the top of the line for that specific. Because although it's a niche, you know, I do know if it there is like definitely a market for it. There's a lot of people who get into that. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, I'm very um, excited. Yeah, no, I think you're right, and I do I do think that will have a decent draw for the game. I. I'll be interested to see if they do end up even releasing a VR version on the kind of Windows mixed reality marketplace because yeah, yeah. That, that hasn't seen a genuinely new release in such a long time that I wonder if they'll just skip it and just say, oh, it's in the Steam VR version. Um, but, then, but then what happens? Because th- th- that wouldn't work if you bought it already on the, on the Windows oh, that's true. shop, right? Yeah, so that's they must true. have to. And also, uh, the other thing is that this is in Game Pass, right? So presumably. Mm. Anyone can try this in VR if you just get the Game Pass. If you just Maybe. The Game Pass, I mean, I remember No Man's Sky launching on Game Pass, and it didn't include VR support at first. I think really? they, I think they brought VR support into it later. Uh, I could be wrong. Interesting. But yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we're talking to them, and hopefully, we'll uh, we'll have more details for all of that stuff to come mm. Uh, mm. in the next couple of weeks. Next item on the releases list: uh, In Def getting an update on December eighth. That adds a kind of new casual mode to the game uh, that mm. lowers the difficulty loads. Uh, what do you think about that? Because you're a really, really big fan of Indef, and I know yeah, that you know, for a lot of people, the difficulty of the game is the big draw. Yeah, it's weird. In this whole this whole year, I've, I've found myself really drawn to uh, kind of more difficult games and roguelikes. I think because I've had the time to sink into them, you know, and kind of go, "Well, I've got nothing else to do. I'm going to play this for a couple of hours." So. I really mm. loved how difficult it was, although uh, I, and it's, it's one of the few games that even after reviewing it, I've gone back and played it in my own time, which isn't often an occurrence, even if it's a game I enjoyed purely because I usually would finish it or whatever. I feel like I haven't played, I love Alex. Yeah. I, I didn't play that for review to be fair, but I played it when it came out. But yeah, so uh, this is one that I've actually gone back and, and played um, a number of times. And I'm, I, I look, I think it's only a good thing that there's this kind of, it's like a wave mode almost, you know, it's like stationary and things come at you from what I was reading. Yeah. Which I think is good. And the thing is too, is that like, it makes sense because uh, the only part I guess about this that in hindsight, I'm not sure I really touched it in my review, but um, they've put in the system for breaks, you know, where if you get to certain points, you can go, I'll oh, stop now and come back and resume later. But you kind of don't. I never really want to do that. I'm kind of like, no, I'll just finish the run now. And so yeah. you 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 kind of get uh, to a point where you've been doing this for like 20 minutes, you know, yeah. and yeah, yeah, your yeah. shoulders really starting to hurt. So I think it's good that there is a shorter mode. Um, I'm probably more likely to play that if I've got 10 minutes because I, I never play this for more than a you know a short period of time. 
but mm. it's kind of a long game and that it wants you to commit to it for quite a while if you do want to play it. And it is the same kind of movement with your arms up the whole time. Because I also find it way easier to hold the bow like horizontally as opposed to vertically. It just seems easier to aim. But um, yeah. yeah, so I, look, I'm excited that it has it. I think it's only a good thing. I think it's really good that they're continuing to update it, even though, because it's such a weird situation that they've taken it over from, um, oh, what was the original developers? I can't remember now. Uh, 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 so far. Uh, that's the one. Um, so Superbright have taken it over, obviously, and, and have made this Quest version that's now the PC VR game isn't getting any of this. It's a separate version of the game, um, which I know PC VR players are not particularly happy with. But it's I think a bit the, of a weird it's one, isn't it? It's a bit of a weird one, but I think it's good that the Quest version, I mean, it exists and it's getting updates. I think that's only good for Quest players. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's good. I hope they keep bringing out more updates and stuff like it for the game. It's a, and it is that kind of game where you can add more stuff to it pretty easily. It's, it's got the, the framework for that. Cool. All right. Well, look out for that in like a couple of weeks' time then. Uh, next yeah. up on the list, you're going to have to talk about this one as well. Right <laughs> Eye of Atlantis. What the heck is Right Eye of Atlantis? Yeah, that's going to be out December 8th. This is an interesting one. Um, it's, it's this game where you play... Uh, it's got a bit of an Assassin's Creed kind of story going to it. You're sent back in time by some... I think they're called the Time Travel Agency or something. Oh, that's <laughs> um, like that. Yeah, it's something. It's literally like the. It's like Astoria time travel or something like that. I can't remember. It's. It's. But it's very clear what it is. You sent back in time. You put into the shoes of a uh, um, Atlantean uh, prisoner. I think it is. You. You escape from prison. Or he's just recently escaped from prison, and uh, you kind of have to discover uh, stuff about Atlantis in its final days. Um, and it's a bit well, of a, interesting. You know, it's interesting. I've written about it two times now, and the first time I got the impression that they were trying to be like as historically accurate as possible. In that, like, you know, they're taking influence from, from, from Greek culture and all that kind of stuff to make it look visually uh, as accurate, which is still what they, I think they're trying to do. But they also then said in the latest gameplay trailer, I'm not sure if it's this one or the other one, but there's a point where the, the Atlantean is interacting with some weird technology system. And the, the narrator was going, oh, we also took big inspiration from the Disney movie. I went, hang on. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's not very that's accurate. Not, but but I think what they mean, I think what I've come to realize what they mean is they mean historically accurate in terms of the visuals of the buildings and the um, things and whatever. And I don't think it's going to be like some Disney movie, you know, hidden Atlantis technology stuff. But um, mm. I think what they mean is that it's going to be as, as visually close in terms of historically accurate. You know, it's going to have the, the visual so- style of ancient cities. Is there any kind of combat or anything, or is it very like puzzly? I haven't. Focused? It looks more like puzzly thing. Puzzly I haven't seen focused. any combat. They haven't talked about any combat or whatever. It looks like it's a puzzle thing. It really looks like it's more just like a, okay. a a story experience walkthrough thing, almost with an education angle. I'm not sure if that's what they're going for, but it, it mm. whenever the the kind of I you know the I, I mean it's Atlantis. It's not really you know real, yeah. but um, I think the the, <laughs> the idea is maybe that you, you know that. yeah. But I think the idea is that maybe it's, you know, you can learn a bit about ancient Greek culture or architecture or something from it. Um, but it does look a bit, this one looks all right. Some of the trailers look a bit kind of not really bad, but a bit, yeah, just a bit janky, like the kind of movement systems and the, the pointer that kind of just comes out of the palm of the hand and you kind of like, yeah. you know, a bit it, of that it stuff. Seems, but... It seems like it occupies that kind of weird space between uh, like those really, really, really awful uh, Steam VR games, and those those games that like 
the developers kind of know what they're doing. It, they have very earnest attentions, and yeah. vi- but visually, it's just probably yeah, not it's, quite there. A few this is the technology stuff, so I don't really yeah. know. This is where I got confused because it's very clearly educational. Not... <laughs> All of a sudden, it's not you know fantastic kind of technology the they had in in the real. Yeah. I think they said something like, you know, we're really interested. Atlantis. We're interested in the idea of, of technology that's not bound by real life physics or our understanding right. of the world or I don't know. So okay. look, it looks pretty interesting. I don't really I'm not sure if I'll get dive into it, but you know, again, yeah. I'm sure there's some Atlantis fan that's very keen on going through Atlantis. So cool. If you're not if you're not playing in depth on December 8th, you might be playing that. Put it that yes. way. Finally, we have uh, on December 17th, so same day as the uh, video for Flight Sim, Ben uh, VR Adventure is releasing on the Oculus Rift. Now, lots of people have been looking forward to this one because it's uh, like a third-person platformer, very similar to Moss, uh, Astrobot, which you haven't played, and uh, what's the other one? There's another <laughs> one. Lucky's Tale is probably yeah. one I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, this was announced earlier in the year, and uh, it seems very... Crash Bandicooty, which you know yes. is is the way is what I want to see in a platformer. I'm I'm surprised. I think this looks great. I don't necessarily know if it looks like super. It needed to be in VR, but as a that's what I was just going to say. I don't really understand how VR plays into it, but it looks good. Yeah, so. I mean, you you do play as and a character. VR. Yeah, that's coming. Um, so Quest and PlayStation VR are coming next year, but it's it's Rift. Uh, okay, off. right, right. Yeah, we'll see how that one turns out. It's. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of content to it, but like, yeah, like you say, I don't, I don't necessarily know why it has to be in VR. But then I haven't played it yet, so yeah, yeah. we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, Harry, yeah. we're going to move on to the big topic, of the week, Oop. big one, which is I'm actually pretty, pretty proud of this coming up with this one, seeing as I'm not yeah. American in <laughs> any yeah, way, really shape, or form. Rubbish answer to this one, but anyway, <laughs> go on. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, what are you thankful for in VR this year? <laughs> See, I thought about this, and I'm not really sure. The most, the best I can come up with, <laughs> this is a rubbish answer, is um, Half-Life Alex. Right, <laughs> okay, no, good. Half-Life Alex. <laughs> because because the more I've thought about it, and the further away, it feels like Half-Life Alex came out like two years ago, but it didn't. It was, oh, what, like can't believe uh, seven months ago or something. Anyway. It was end of March, end of March. Yeah, so basically seven months ago, which is insane. But anyway, uh, the yep. longer it's been since that came out, um, I haven't gone back and played it since it came out, but it's one of those experiences that uh, really stuck with me. Uh, one of those rare kind of, not just in VR, but in, in gaming or even just movies or whatever. It's one of those things you do and you go, wow, that I really, really enjoyed that. Um, that's something I want to go back and play now on Quest 2 with the, the higher resolution and the refresh rate and whatnot. But I am very thankful for that game because yeah. it's one of the standouts for me from the year across anything I've kind of, where be it me, movies, games, music, you know, whatever. I just think it's fantastic. Yeah, and I, I think it's interesting because it is, like most PC VR games, it actually kind of is the gift that keeps on giving in that when I got my G2 for review, it was the first thing I downloaded yep. and went back in yep. to see again. And you just, you just get to see the world with a fresh pair of eyes once again. Like, There's so much there. To keep happening. There's so much detail yeah. there. Yeah. And that's going to keep happening with each successive new headset, especially whenever, you know, Valve yeah. releases whatever they want to release next. And yeah. it comes with a bunch of features, they'll no doubt, to Alex. It, it's, it, it really is. That game in particular is just this 
uh, I guess it waves the flag for PC VR now more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like whenever whenever third party release peripheral, the first game they all want to support is Alex. Yeah, and you know, yeah, I I, yeah. I agree with you. It was such it was such an incredible uh, achievement in terms of scale and scope and production value that you know VR, frankly hasn't seen i don't i don't even know if it will see it again this year i think i think i think medal of honor looked really really great i don't know if it's going to match this because i just think yeah yeah i think even the, for me the big thing about this was like the npcs like looked amazing to look at like the when they were talking like russell and whatnot um and that mm. to me i think was way more immersive than i was expecting it to be when they look really real and they've got fantastic motion capture um yeah it's just yeah. and i think too the other thing about this game as you were saying you keep coming back to it is that beginning section where you're looking out in the city and you're on the balcony i think that is just a master class oh yeah. in like how to open a vr game because it's also like a bit like you were saying you come back with fresh a, a you know a, a fresh pair of lenses uh to look at it again and <laughs> you it's it's got the far off stuff and it's got stuff that you can interact with immediately you can kind of benchmark you know yeah there it is it's got like everything you know, you can go, you can, you can test how far things, you know, how far you can see into the distance. You can test interactivity with stuff. It's got like, mm-hmm. I just think that whole opening sequence is amazing, especially that part in the balcony mm-hmm. that you start on. And it looks so good too for them to kind of, it, it's, but you see it all the time as the kind of image of half of Alex. So yeah, I just think that that's really stuck with me as an experience that I, you know, really enjoyed. Um, yeah. What about you? What are you I, thankful I would, for? I would, well, I'll go on if you have more gonna, to say about gonna, it. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm going to say um, that my thing to be thankful for is, and I'm sure some people, including Heaney, are going to be sick. And I know <laughs> it came out last year. The Oculus Rift S is the thing wow. I am thankful for in VR. That, that might sound, right. <laughs> sound very led down by that. <laughs> but I think my answer was rubbish. <laughs> People give the Oculus Rift S a hard time, all right? I have reviewed yeah. fives, I have reviewed reverbs, I have reviewed quests. Nothing worked mm. just so easily and conveniently for me, and which, for me personally, is the thing above all else in VR. It is yeah. as quickly as I can get in. I, I know, obviously, quest is you know technically faster to get into, but at the same time, kind of not because the straps are horrid on like when you with the base strap, I just think it's just awful, which I think actually yeah. detracts yeah. a lot. This thing, this head strap, this halo strap, which I talk about <laughs> all the time. This is the yeah. best thing people in VR have done. All right, forget the lenses, forget the inside-out tracking, forget the controllers. <laughs> halo strap. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the greatest gift that VR has given us so far. This thing is Can the we... only VR headset. What? What? What do you want to say? I, I don't. I don't like the halo strap. Wow. <laughs> it's the only, I can't, I don't, I, no. it's the only comfortable way I, to wear a VR headset, in my opinion. This is the only thing I can have on my head for two hours. And I mean, not I've only realize. tried it on PSVR, and I've only had it on PSVR, uh, 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 you know, a few times mm. reviewing things. I think maybe part of it is because PSVR, the rest of PSVR is just, you know, exactly. Yeah, you detract, of the, you you know, detract from the easiness with PSVR. Yeah, I, yeah the, exactly, exactly. The design on this is better; it's smoother. So, have you never tried a Rift? Yeah. You you have or you haven't? Sorry, have I tried it? Oh, sorry, you cut out a bit there. No, um, I oh. 
that's a good question. I, I, mean, I certainly don't own one, but um, I think I may have tried one once at a at something. I might have demoed it on something, but I don't overly remember it. Okay. I can't remember. But no, probably not, actually, I don't think. I think Rift is one of the few there I is, haven't tried. I, there is not a headset I can put on and just be in VR faster at the end of the day. Mm. like I have to put the Quest 2 on and struggle to get the right thing. I just put this on, and I'm there. And not only that, the wire is just a display port, a USB. Plug it in. It yeah. works. I mean, sometimes it doesn't work because it's running on a PC. But yeah. the Reverb G2 has so many wires. I hate them all. And they are sprawled out all over my flat. And then yeah. you know, I was so excited to put this away and, and probably start using the G2 from now on. But even if the tracking on the G2 had been better, which is the main reason, even if it had been better, I think I would have just stuck with the Rift S because it's just so much easier to plug in and get going. The Oculus software is so much better than both Windows and uh, SteamVR. Yeah. SteamVR, by the way, I, I'm going off on one. I, I'm fully aware. No, SteamVR no, no, go off. Is, the, is the worst running thing on Flat VR agree. on my PC. Flat I agree. go, I go, I go into SteamVR home and nine times out of ten, the entire it world just work. starts flipping out on me. Yeah. And I, I don't understand it. Like then I go into a game and it starts working and you're like, why does the home area not work? Especially, I find especially with Link, it adds this other layer because all my PC VR stuff is with Link. It adds this other layer of, um, it's gotten better to be fair, um, especially with Quest 2 and Link coming out of beta. But especially in the early days of Link, it was like Link worked and then you'd go into Steam VR and then if something didn't work in Steam VR to like quit Steam VR and mm. restart the Oculus. It was just this huge pain. Um, but mm. man, I can't stand Steam VR either. I think it's just it drives me up the wall whenever I um it feels like something that I can see was really good a few years ago and has not uh like has not kept up. It's right. It also as a journalist, it also makes your job hard because when, when something isn't working, is it the game's fault or is it your yeah. PC's fault? Like it, it's 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 really hard to, to call a lot of the time because Steam VR is just this I, the other thing I did this week, and we'll have coverage of this uh, next week, is I got the Knuckles controllers working on my Reverb G2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And my God, was it a fight. You know, I'm sure some people <laughs> really, yeah. really want to do it. I was literally just, I had to put up base stations here and here, and then I had to get two different headsets connected to my PC at the same time, despite the fact I only have one uh, HDMI port in the back of my PC. <laughs> And then you have to download some like third-party software, and it takes a couple of tries to get that working properly. And then you download it, and then the knuckles controllers are there, but they're not responding to anything in the world. Oh my god! Yeah. But the Oculus Rift S, nine times out of ten, I plugged it in, it worked, and I I wanted yeah. to be thankful for it this year because, as we all know, it will soon be laid to rest. <laughs> it will no longer be sold. Yeah. And yeah. I know I know yeah. lots of people don't like it, but I love that. And it is a shame that it's, it's a shame that the G2 is a bit of a disappointment in that not just like even if the as you said even if the controller tracking had been better on the G2 the fact that the um that the the Rift experience is better you know with Oculus Home and mm -hmm. all that yep. kind of stuff it's such a shame that that Link Link is still I think Link has a full props to Oculus Link has gotten so much better and works most of the time for me now whereas it was definitely a 50-50 chance at one point of like which plug do I need to unplug for it to magically want to recognize things to work? 
So Link has gotten way, way better in that regard. But it is a shame that, uh, you know. Yeah. I, I can see yeah. where you're coming from, at least, when you, when you talk through it. I can see. I can get what you mean. Well, it's a shame. Never, Rest in we'll peace. We'll never see another one again. No. Yeah. Probably not. I mean, they've said they're not going to. And I, I highly doubt that Facebook has any interest in doing a PC-only headset anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. and... and and let's 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 just say let's just expand that thankfulness to the entire Rift thing because Rift was the original one, right? And Rift was the one that everyone thought was going to take VR into yeah. the future. And it's so weird, it's so weird that it's not. It's so weird that it's now something it's, called Quest that came up just I two mean, years ago. Even even I was just thinking yesterday. Even looking back now, um, you know, uh, none of the stuff we're talking about is uh, there's no HTC headsets <laughs> like. We haven't yeah. talked about HTC headset in like, you know, as a, as a viable kind of, you know, Cosmos just kind of faded into, it's still obviously around, but it's not, I don't even see people really, the, the G2 has really taken over the Cosmos as like, when the Cosmos launch was a bit, it was yeah. a bit that headset where people were like, oh, maybe I'll get that instead of the Facebook one if I didn't want to get Facebook or whatever, yeah. or didn't want to quest. And now the G2 has kind of taken that, that position ever since it was announced, basically. And like the Cosmos and stuff, they're doing that. They're doing a sale at the moment. So if you are interested in a Cosmos headset, uh, there's some decent sales on them for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And you get a free copy of Alex, I think, oh, with most true, of them, yeah. depending on your region. I think it's not in the US, I think in the UK. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, but, but it's just weird that, that, you know, Rift and HTC, which were the two big ones that started this whole thing, now it's just, you know, they're not around. It's completely changed. Like the landscape has yeah. completely changed. So yeah, completely. Rest in peace. We are thankful for you, Riff, and to a lesser extent, HTC. Um, yeah. <laughs> rest in peace, sweet princes. There, there yeah. you go. If you want there an you HTC vibe, this is the this is the pro. This is they're the still selling that Cosmos one too. Yeah. Elite, and this elite is the original and, uh, Cosmos. Yeah. Yeah. Free so half take life Alex and selected uh, with selected headsets. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the VR download. Have yourself a merry little Thanksgiving if that's, you know, if that's your thing. If, if it's Give not, thanks. don't have a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Have a great keeping. Have a, have a great Friday yeah, or Thursday, anyway. wherever you are. Harry, what do we got coming up in the next week? What, any exciting stuff? I mean, we're all kind of off a bit tomorrow because Thanksgiving again, I guess. Yes. Um... What have we got? You've put me on the spot here, Jamie. What am I, what am I working on? I'm sorry, I don't know. I mean, we've got a bunch of releases. <laughs> Look out for a review of uh, Ben in a yeah. month from now. This <laughs> week is yeah. but no, no, next, I th- be I th- Okay, no, to be, to be fair, I think one thing that we don't know yet, or at least hasn't been announced yet or whatever to look out for is sales. Because... Obviously, Black Friday and yeah, all the Cyber Monday. It'll probably it'll probably bleed into next week, you know, because these things tend to now go to at least the Monday or whatever. All that Vive stuff is till the Monday. Um, and also, while we're talking about sales in terms of things coming up, the Steam Autumn Sale for any PC VR people out there, man, oh, there's some bargains in that one. There's some fantastic. Um, even I was kind of comparing it to the Halloween one because that wasn't even that long ago, and stuff has gone down. We're both talking on the internet. Sorry, you cut out for a long time, so I started oh, monologuing. Yeah. No. Oh, sorry, no. Yeah, I was just saying the Steam Autumn sale has some really good uh, discounts, and also uh, better discounts than a month ago in the, in the Halloween sale. Saints and Sinners, Squadrons, um, a lot of the new ones. Alex is on sale again, I think. But a lot of the newer, bigger PCVR titles are on there for sale too. When is Medal of Honor? Is that soon? That's soon, isn't it? December 11th. 
So oh, that's, okay. So uh, what, yeah. like two weeks? Two Even weeks further. Still? Yeah, oh, not like, next week. But, okay. Yeah, we'll have coverage of that coming up. That's soon. But uh, I think I'm fairly sure there's something out. Oh, Frostpoint's out on December first. Anyway, whatever. Lots of games coming out in, uh, before Christmas, so we're going to have plenty more coverage uh, to look out for there. Uh, Kyle and Ian, hopefully, depending on their internet, will be back on Monday with more download goodness, talking tech, strategy, Mark, what's up, Mark Zuckerberg's roasting for lunch today. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so much, you, us, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. That will actually take up quite a lot. We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye.